Attention film school students, here are a few announcements. Item one, there's something I've always wondered. Item two, is it biopic or biopic? Item three, it's not biography, it's biography. Oh, and item four, if anyone can find the film school janitors on their lunch break, tell them it's time to review The Fablemans. This isn't exactly a biopic or a biopic anyway. A little story about a trio of janitors Might have heard they worked at a well-known film school They picked up a few things other than trash They might hate your movie or if drunk think it's cool Every now and then they get together for a lunch break Trash talks a movie or TV or streaming Rodney and Jason and Sean Bale clean house If you listen close you can hear kids screaming Alright, so we are going to talk about Oscar-nominated film The Fablemans, which I thought for sure was going to win but then as it was getting close, I'm like, no, oh, no, everything, everywhere, all at once is going to win. But, Jay, what is Fableman's basically about? Uh, from what I saw, Fableman's basically is a story that tells you that you should not follow your dreams or the love, passion of your life because it will just basically destroy your family <laughs> and rip them apart. Just because you're a bad guy doesn't mean you're a bad yeah. guy. Some variation on that. <laughs> Pretty much. That's it. That's what it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's ba- yeah, it's basically it's Steven Spielberg's telling his life story, um, his his passion, like getting involved into watching movies and stuff like that, or making movies, make you know everything that he's done, where it kind of started from. He wanted to make this movie for a long time, like mm-hmm. going back even to 1999. And I'm going to interrupt you for a second uh-huh. too because there was a particular scene okay, in one? this movie yeah. was when he was filming the World War II battle, right? Uh huh. And he was showing the kids, like, he put this board down and Isn't he had the cool? holes. I watched a documentary a while, like, long time ago when I was a kid, right? And I remember that scene, but from a documentary point of view, like, him showing oh. them. About him? A about, him about him filming yep. his his oh. very first actual, like, film film. Like, what he considered to be his, like, big film that he did, right? And that was one of the uh, special effects that he um, put in there was he, he had a little board in there. He dug holes and he put sand on it. When they would step on that board, the sand would fly up to look like an explosion. Yep. Mm. And I was like, I fucking saw that before. Yep. Like it was like, oh, you know, like deja vu in a sense, right? So I was like, oh, okay. Like it works. They refilmed it, but they still captured he, that. Yeah, they actually original. refilmed, used the original equipment. I would assume they even possibly went to the original locations or at least close to where all mm. those movies he made in scouts oh, sure and stuff. He did. And they recreated them mm-hmm. and had the kid that played him, like, recreate it like he filmed it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think what happens here is, okay, so Spielberg's, like, was my guy for the longest time, obviously. Huge icon. All the movies we grew up on were somehow his or affiliated with him. So I grew up, like, being obsessed with Spielberg. I would say up to, like, 93. When Every he, time he plays himself, he calls his kids sperm bugs. Mm-hmm. Sperm bugs. Uh-huh. Go be quiet and think about yeah. it again. Come back, yeah. come back, come back again. Spielberg, Spermberg. It's harder to say than you think. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense when we spend the night. He was always sitting there at night, and like, oh, Steve, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Spielberg when he in '93 when he made oh. Jurassic Park and Schindler's List, and I feel like Schindler's List kind of was such a. Uh, I mean, I don't, it's a bad turn of phrase, but like a come to Jesus moment for him. But where it's like, he kind of. 
kind of reached, I think, well, the, the pinnacle. Well, technically, there is a scene in there. I think yes. that's what they were getting at. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was going for his come-to-Jesus moment. <laughs> but no, I think he uh, kind of hit, reached some kind of level of filmmaking that he said, like, he couldn't think of Nazism as, like, a joke, like, in, like, uh, Indiana Jones and stuff anymore. He just couldn't do it. You know, that's mm-hmm. why they went with Russians and the fourth mm-hmm. one. And I think it, he, he kind of, he got his award. So he got Russians his record. Russians are taking his jokes? Yeah. Vladimir won't be. You know, and then you got, the, and then he made his ultimate <laughs> World War II movie, you know, Saving Private Ryan, where it was like mm-hmm. everything he did as a kid and all these movies he grew up watching as a kid, he made this film. And then everything afterward was like these little quick, like, I'm gonna make a real quick catch me if you can. I can do it in 30 days. I'm gonna make the terminal. I'm gonna make it in 20 days. Mm. Like, and he was just filming all these Munich. It was like boom, boom, boom. He kind of like, in my opinion, or my things that I enjoyed about his filmmaking, I feel like he lost them. So there's like a good gap of you movies. You didn't like any of the movies you just said? I have Munich, I mean, any of them? You didn't like any of them? They're fine. They're fine, but they're not good Spielberg movies. And there's a lot in there that I haven't seen. I haven't seen Turn uh, It Sideways or Upside Down. Yeah. I, I mean, I you, you know Spielberg way better than I do because of the whole, like, oh, you know, you might, worship him, him and stuff and that weird-ass fucking... And my shrine. My shrine in the other room, dude. Well, That's Sean, I mean, trippy, but... When you think of 80s, oh. you think of movies, I think there's one director that comes to mind. I'm sure there's a million of them. But Spielberg but hit between there. him and George Lucas really mm-hmm. formed yeah, our I, childhood. Mm-hmm. I, give George, I give Spielberg credit for Star Wars, so... <laughs> 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 so anyway, though, he... Um, you know, going up to more recent years, I think... Up like War Horse, I never saw Lincoln. I never saw. I've not even actively sought them out. Bridge of Spies, watch Ready Player One, which we talked about. Did not mm-hmm. like I it. I need to the kids. You need to watch. I need to go, watch, go well, back because I watched it. I watched it two more times. I watched it knowing the book. Ready last, Player One last month or so. Yeah. So, so knowing mm-hmm. the book, kids love it. Knowing the book and liking the book, even though it's a mm-hmm. shittily That's, written book, and well, the movie kind of took things and changed things, and I didn't like that. But now I don't remember either of them. From Ready Player One. Ready Player One. Well, I think if you get enough cameos in there and you use the, the right special effects, I think you can distract people from how shitty the story mm-hmm. actually is. Really, in a lot of ways. For Ready Player One. Yeah. yeah. Well, not just that, it's but any movie, watch. though, really. just I mean, not to bash on him in a sense. I like Ready Player One, but if I really looked at it hard to see where, what things were I need I need to I do need to revisit it so going into West Side Story when that Mm -hmm. came out that's a movie he's wanted to remake his whole career like that's Mm -hmm. one of his favorite all-time movies West Side Story so he finally got to make it and watching that movie legitimately in the like I saw it in the theater and that movie to me felt like he found his magic again so I I I watched and I go this this movie felt like it was made in the 60s except for having Alden Ehrenreich or whatever that no not which one is it um the kid from Baby Driver, what's his name? Oh, uh, yeah, I know he's about- whatever. He's got his own like real world problems and stuff, but he was like the only mm-hmm. face I sort of recognized. But the whole thing was just it was famed, filmed amazingly. I honestly thought that had a good shot at Best Picture last year, was it? Or I think it was last year, or two years ago. It did remember. horrible in the movies, though. It did, yeah. yeah it, it, people were just weren't, but uh, but I felt like he found his magic. So then coming to this movie, and he basically it was like 95 percent of his real life story. Mm-hmm. You know, he changed things to kind of fit narrative arcs and stuff. But he wanted to make this movie for a long time. And his parents even were like, you need to make a movie about our life. You need to make a movie about our life. But there was something inside of him going, ah, I don't want to, like, hurt you either way by there's showing. A, there's some uncomfortable stuff in that movie. Yeah, so both of them have passed. Both of his parents and his Uncle Benny have passed. Because actually, in real life, the mom left uh, his his dad, which I'll, I'll talk more stuff of that mm-hmm. in a second. But left his dad for Uncle Benny. no. Um, she left the guy she was married to to marry his dad. No, he's saying later Uncle on Benny. in life. No, 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 no. She left her. Not in the movie. You're talking about real life. 
In real life. No, in real life, she left the dad to go marry Uncle Benny. Right. In the movie, she didn't. Yeah. Yeah. In the movie, she did. But but Uncle Benny. But she didn't actually leave his dad. She left the guy she was married to to marry his dad. Oh, that's what you think? Yeah, the whole nothing but the truth. 100%. You think oh, so? Oh, oh you, think Benny, you think Benny's his dad? I'm, Do you think Spielberg's Is that what you're getting to the whole time in a roundabout I'm almost, way? I'm you're saying Benny's his that's dad. That's what I'm saying. I'm almost, I almost guarantee you half those kids are probably Benny's. You think Spielberg Benny's. thinks that? I think Spielberg's not 100% sure, but so, it's okay. probably in so his the mind. So the part where the mom sat down with Spielberg in this movie and said they never did anything sexual. Mm, the mom are are you going to tell your kid that you did something sexual with somebody when they bust you? So you think Benny and them had a thing for a long time? So you know it could have been yes, just for a very it could have been time. a very like it's a different time too. You, is there a real picture of Benny floating around? <laughs> um, you can look him up. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> though, in real talking. life, in real life, that's though, true. We could tell Benny, for sure. Benny Fableman. Wait, no. Uh, hey, Benny I, Fableman. I always yeah. get his name wrong. That's Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. Okay, I was. Gonna say I'm not gonna look up Seth Rogen and see if he looks like Smith, no, 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 Smith no. Spielberg. <laughs> no, that. But I'm just saying, like, I, I never. But anyway, that. though, so in real life, when his father figured out that. His mother was in love with the uncle, the friend. Mm-hmm. He told the wife, he this is how he presented it to the family, to Steven Spielberg and his sisters. He's like, I'm leaving your mother. You know, I'm 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 breaking up with her, and you know, th- th- it's my choice. And then he started crying. And then Spielberg as a kid went, You're a baby, you're a crybaby, you're a big baby. And he yelled at him in the face, like yelled at him, hated his father for years in real life. So in uh Close Encounters mm-hmm. of the Third Kind. There's a scene when Richard Dreyfus is having that kind of moment, and his kid gets in his face and he's crying. He's like, "You're a crybaby!" Like he put that. That's like how long he was carrying all mm-hmm. that pain through all of his mm-hmm. '80s movies. All of his '80s mm-hmm. movies are really about his like loving your mother and having an abandonment with a father. Like all of them deal with that. That's mm-hmm. why ET, the father's out of the picture, having another affair because he hated his dad, and and mm-hmm. his mom was a child. That's what in ET. I don't know if you ever noticed this in ET. Most of the movie, the whole beginning, maybe three quarters of it, every adult is filmed like only from like like legs down because it's like supposed to be eye child level. The only mm-hmm. only adult that gets shown is Dee Wallace, um, the mom, mm-hmm. because she's kind of a giant child, which, as you see, Mitzi, the mother yeah, in this movie, is too. a giant child. Like mm-hmm. they actually had a monkey at one point, like all mm-hmm. the, like a lot of that stuff. They like legit did. She was a pianist, like very good pianist and stuff like that. So yeah. So anyway, once Spielberg found and an out answer, the tr- apparently, and, yes, and that that I don't so, know why the daughter flipped out so much. So that's you couldn't really see anything. I looked. I rewound it a few times. So yeah, she's dancing. There's a scene where they all go camping as a family, and Benny they bring doesn't Uncle look Benny. Anything like Steven Spielberg is a little. That's the only picture they have of him. But he's a lot heavier set guy. The way he looks when he's, I don't think he looks like Steven Spielberg at all. And you have a younger picture of Steven Spielberg here. They're not even close. I think. I mean, yeah, that kid. He looks more like his real father. This kid uh, did a good job of looking like Spielberg, but being like a good movie. So that's Spielberg when he was younger. That's the kid, which is pretty fucking not too bad. Not too bad. You can, yeah. And then, and then you You can tell the actor's not Jew or so. But then you have. (laughs) He's Canadian. But then you have the Mm. Dashi. Then he's just like a bigger version of his dad. It looked. um, I don't know. So that's his dad. And Benny just is like, and a his, his dad in real life, Spielberg's dad in real life, invented some like major. Oh, but then he's Benny's not his brother; it's his friend, right? It's his friend. It's his friend. So I don't think he looks like. But him. anyway, in real life, Steven Spielberg's father like invented some major thing, either like the ability to like make floppy disks or something. Like, he did something music. major. It wasn't the the same thing that they said. What they the talking about in the movie? Yeah, they're talking about he's something he did in the movie. Then it was then. the music archive or something. 
right? Music, some sort of music mm, archive, I thought. Maybe. But there's some, somehow whatever the method that they used to store stuff mm. became mm. like. I thought it was, the, I thought it was. Big the, for IBM. I thought it was the predecessor to like basically like iTunes. <laughs> That's kind of what I, <laughs> my first thought. It was a jukebox, computerized jukebox. <laughs> But uh, anyway, though, um, so yeah, Uncle. Wait, did you say a computerized jukebox? Jukebox. That is not cool. <laughs> wow. Dude. That was wrong. And so <laughs> anyways, his mom ended up marrying Benny, his uncle, and he hated his dad for a long time because he thought his dad left them. Well, wait. And then later in life, he found out that his oh. dad actually took the bullets, basically, because he didn't want the kids to hate the mom. Yes. And, and also, it broke his heart. And also a reason why I think this, too, is because before they left at the very end there when they separated... Uh, Uncle Benny gave him that expensive ass camera. Right. You wouldn't give that to somebody unless that was your kid. <laughs> it's a theory. It's mm. a good theory. Mm, I'm just saying. So or you had a it, lot of guilt. In real life, though. Yeah. In, yeah. Re- in real life, once Uncle Benny passed, the parents both kind of reconnected and like ended their like lived together. Like basically, we're back together. In the woods, where she's dancing in a nightgown and see through. That's what we're going to talk. I'm going to talk about that in a second. Yeah, so we're going to talk about it. He did already. But uh, <laughs> you, you looked at it. I looked at the Rodney recap <laughs> yeah. button. No, I just saw your. Okay, no, no, I'm, I'm kind of giving the real life story stuff. What's the diff? Mm-hmm. The, the 95 percent difference. Okay. The five percent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and and the end of the day, his parents got back together, reconnected, said, "You need to make a movie about our life." He felt uncomfortable, oh, they, so they passed. They did. They wanted get him to. Yeah, back together. Yeah, yeah. Like like back together. Back together. Back together. Like late in their life. Like, like they lived so, to be like a hundred or something. Like they got. They lived to be very old. So after her ex husband killed his dad. Yes. <laughs> yes. After Benny died, after Benny track, died, they're back together. In again. your track, yes. What a coincidence! <laughs> so <laughs> he, when he started to work on this, he kind of worked on through COVID while he was doing in between doing a um, West Side Story and this, and then his sister actually was a screenwriter. She uh, co-wrote Big. Did he actually have three sisters? Yes, he did. Okay. Um, so then he went to Big, her. He went to is. both of his sisters and said. Hey, this is what we're working on. This is what I'm going to make. Wait a minute. Give me some of your you just stories. Said both sisters. He, I thought he had three sisters. No, I didn't say both. I mean, if I did, I slurred it. But I didn't oh. hear both. So okay. he went to his sisters and said, "Listen, I could like, made it up too. I don't know. <laughs> you know, if there's any stories or things you can remember, and I think that's that light story where they go camping mm-hmm. and the mother's in a nightgown mm-hmm. dancing in front of car lights and he's filming it and Almost sisters like freaking out Almost about like a dream phase too a little bit. Oh, very much Spielberg. And it almost is like the birth of he does the um his film technique that he uses. Remember, like J.J. Abrams does those like lens flares mm, shit. Yes, that's yes. his homage to Spielberg mm. using backlit. Mm. So like if you can imagine mm. scene in Jurassic Park, remember when they're going into the cave where the amber is and the light or Indiana Jones, like yeah. the lights always behind them as they're coming in. They, I think that's kind of a reference to or this movie when they show him with the car thing. Mm. Like it kind of maybe comes from that kind of a nostalgia mm. thing. But yeah, the mother dancing and the sister being upset about her showing all of her bits and pieces in the light. You couldn't see anything though. <laughs> you I tried. Looked, we know. I, I tried. One hundred percent. I did. Yeah. You see the silhouette. But that was her memory. But, but that was her memory, yeah. and that's why he put her. Like he put his sister's memories in various places. Mm-hmm. But like the mother slapping him in the back, like yeah, that's so- something that tormented her her whole life. So he mm-hmm. made the mother. You know, like. He, you clearly don't hit your kids enough. If you hit them more than once, you won't be feeling bad about it. <laughs> right. I love the I, idea. I would, so they would have once you feel bad about it. They would I'm have kidding. dinner. Dinner. I didn't see that bad. I didn't see it with that bad though. Was, well, he was going to swim practice too for his merit badge. So he was like, and I have a big smack mark on his back. He was embarrassed. It was different times. 
Um, they also had this table. Like she would never wash. Yeah, dishes. he would have been an outcast because he's only got one slap mark on right. his back. <laughs> the kids are like, "You lucky bastard!" Like, right, like, oh, <laughs> look at this, Mister Fucking Tootie Good Shoes. Look at this. Here. You think my mom was an octopus? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, what do you think about the table? The skin. Yeah. The table's being covered with tablecloth <laughs> and using. <laughs> I love that actually. That was so she never had to do dishes. <laughs> the first time I'm like, what? I love that though because he explained it later. Like, oh, she's a pianist and she, piano fingers or whatever mm-hmm. he said, you know. And like, but at first I'm thinking, dude, I don't have to do dishes ever again. That's uh-huh. awesome. That's so great. Like, how come I didn't think of that? Yeah, and it's like a good little touch that actually happened. Like, that's nice in there. There was a, a couple of scenes. So like I, when I saw it in the theater, I was very excited. Oh when, Wait, his mom, the dad's mom or uh, her husband's mom. What? Oh. That. Oh my God. She annoyed the piss out of me. Oh, the parents, That's a famous old actress. I don't care. She played, she played a very good, annoying fucking mom. And uncle gave me creepy vibes. He oh, was grandpa. He, was he yeah. A, grandpa. Was but he, he came back to her mother, her father, or whatever he was. John Hirsch. Like, yeah, John Hirsch. Oscar nominated. Yeah, yeah. He, wait, he was the guy from he only uh, had, Taxi. Really, Thank you. He only had like eight or nine minutes in this movie. He got Oscar nominated. But he really, but that's real. Like he killed Again, true story. Yeah. His grandfather worked in the circus, did all that stuff, and told him and gave him that type of speech to like motivate him. Like, hey, you got a talent here. You're a showman. Like, that. Th- that's what it's all about is how did he use it as a defense mechanism? How did he use it to make friends? So in his, you know, growing up, he didn't have a lot of friends, so he did it with the scout friends. Then mm-hmm. they kind of got more of a heat. Like, we used to do that with our youth group. We made our skit videos and stuff. Well, I didn't make any videos. You were in You, you made, made all them. the videos. But we made I was in them. How many porns have you done? Me? Uh, that I got paid for? <laughs> One. I used to do a lot when I was a kid, though. You used to tell about you worked at Danny's. You used to tell about you worked at Danny's. Um... <laughs> You didn't catch that. Yeah, I know. He oh, I it. caught it. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm moving on from it. Okay. Good. So the... Uh, or you saw the tapes, you know. Yeah, I have. Uh, that's how I go to bed at night. <laughs> so he makes all these, like, uh, films for his his <laughs> scout troops and stuff, which... Wait. You went... Did you go to the scout jamboree when they when Spielberg was there? No, that was just jamboree. Rich and Tom. What a fun word. Jamboree. Jamboree. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I did not, yeah. after I quit scouts, Spielberg came back and made a filmmaking merit badge. I did not badge. go to that fest. <laughs> <laughs> went to the went to the merit badge thing. I know two of our friends went to that, yep. and I, I was not there for that. Which, again, it was kind of like one of those like, uh, you know, it wasn't my moment, whatnot. But and I also worked at the restaurant. We tied to this too, Jay. Mm-hmm. When I lived in LA, yeah, he had I a restaurant. Your, I ruined your life there too. <laughs> <laughs> Spielberg had a restaurant called The Dive, and it was a uh, sandwich shop. You but it was like a fancy story, restaurant, but you haven't told. But yeah, not. In, I mean, I might have said it on the Ready Player One, which would have been the only other one yeah. tied. But yeah, I was like, I only worked there a couple weeks. And when I started, they, I go, how often does Spielberg come in? And they go, oh, he used to come in like once a month. But now it's like sporadically around the holidays. This is around October. And he goes, yeah, last time he came in was like on, you know, Father's Day. I'm like, oh, okay. And I go, I'll tell you what. I go, if he comes in one of the days that I'm not here, I go, I'll probably get my two weeks notice after that. <laughs> and I was scheduled for like whatever day. It happened to be a Saturday or Sunday. And Jay's like, oh, yeah, that's my damn flying out. I'm like, all right, no big deal. I go, I switch my shift. Because you Uber and shit, and I'm not making him take taxes. I'm like, I'll take him to the airport. So I drive him to the airport, whatever. And then the next day I found him. And then I think on that flight, didn't you drop your wallet as the plane was taking off? I did. Off, uh, and your wallet t- yes. slid all, slid the, all the way to the back of the fucking plane. <laughs> <laughs> and it fell underneath the only other fucker that was in the plane. Like, it was such an empty plane. <laughs> it seriously slid like 20, 25 rows back. <laughs> 
and it slid underneath the only son of a bitch that was sitting in the back row of the plane. <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like, seriously? What kind of fucking... Well, I mean, that goes for you, like, the yeah. same luck for me that day. Exactly, was, yeah, for you. Just not, so I go back in the next, like, whatever the next day, I happen to go work there, and they're like, oh, guess who came in? And I go, I'm giving my two weeks notice. <laughs> I don't know what I would have done or said. I don't know what... I could. They made a very big point of going, you cannot talk to him about this, that, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what would have happened. Mm. Nothing, probably. But I mean, Sometimes, what are you going to do? Fire you or quit anyway, right? Exactly, right. So right. you try it anyway, right? Right. Sometimes just meeting them, though, is enough to be like... Uh, but you think at one point somebody told him not to do something well, and he went just, and did it anyway? Okay, so for famous. example... That's what this whole movie is. Yeah, so for example, years ago, my hero was Barry Sanders, right? And <laughs> yeah. we went to the strip club tit in, for tat, in Canada. And, uh, <laughs> he said strip club, you said tit. That's funny. Well, that's well why. I That'd probably be. shouldn't say his name, but... He, he was there apparently. Barry Sanders was. Yeah, and uh, how'd you know he's doing moves between the strippers? Legs? I uh, actually, my uh, my friends told me he was there because I didn't see him. He yeah, walked but... right behind me, and apparently he's like, "Oh, pardon me." I heard someone say, "Oh, pardon me," because we were sitting in my chair. No, because well, it was at Cheetahs where you used to, like they would you you would have like these little like soft kind of round table chairs, and if you got to dance, like the girl would just kind of be in front of you in your spot. There was mm-hmm. there was a back room too, but you would get the table dances in yeah. the. Now we were well, we were actually like, like right at the stage place. thing, you know, and she was doing whatever, and he's like, "Oh, pardon me," as he walks by, and then what's he talking about? Um, I, I, our I two was, other scout, but friends, our two other friends were there. Spielberg at the jamboree. Oh, there with yeah, and yes, too. and they were they were like they talked to him for a second and shook his hands and all that like oh yeah great and then they sat back down like nothing fucking happened uh-huh. and then they're like oh yeah did you see, did you see him I'm like see who <laughs> what <laughs> you son of a bitch didn't say a word Barry Sanders yeah and then that bitch started talking about <laughs> like oh yeah he comes in every once in a while uh-huh. back this was a long time ago, a long though. long time ago long long time that was ago. actually before I worked at the restaurant too so I yeah, kind of set myself up. Universe, negative universe. Yeah, this is back when we were, what, we were 16 or something? No. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been 19 because it was Canada. Yeah, no, but anyway, yeah. we digress. We're going all over the fucking place with this. That's so right. He, are, oh, we're talking about Marvel. So, yeah, so, no. <laughs> no, so Spielberg makes all these films. And then he, his father keeps getting chances to move to different states. So they go from, I think, New Jersey initially to uh, Arizona. Uh, Arizona and then to California ultimately. Arizona looks really nice, though. Back then. Think, except for the scorpions. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they would catch scorpions. There, they would catch scorpions for money for the science lab. They went, yep. Smaller ones, they got more because apparently it was something to do with their poison. Um, maybe it had some. I don't know what exactly long run what it was, but that's what he made it sound like. They got more money for the babies. Um. So yeah, in uh, New Jersey, when he's a kid too, like I like the opening scene of the movie where they show him going to a movie theater to see the Great Train Robbery, I think, or the Greatest Mm -hmm. Show on Earth. And there's a big train wreck, and it scares him as a little kid. I even like the fact that this little kid has like blue eyes, like the bluest eyes. Spielberg doesn't have blue eyes, neither does the other actor playing him. But he just went, this is the kid, this is the moment, this is the feeling. And the scene where he films in the cl- when the kid's sitting in the closet like with a projector and he's projecting the movie on his hands, mm-hmm. like he made that up on the spot. And like to me, like that's an, like, I go, that's Spielberg kind of doing Spielberg things where there's like a magical visual moment. And he's obsessed with recreating this train crash scene as a little kid, and the mother he's trying to get over his fear, right? And that, the mother, right? yeah, he's it's his way to control. That's what the mother keeps going. This fear. is your way to control things, mm. and she sees it because she understands because she's got her own things, and that's what the whole story is really about. She a mother scared of dancing naked in front of cars. She's <laughs> over it now. It's like a mother and, and a son, kind of, so. and a, a generation, three generations really, because it's her father, his mother, and him have this like 
artistry that does they don't know how to control it or use it. I, at first, I almost it almost made me think that maybe the father was very well aware of it and was okay with it. Well, he supported him as much as he could too. No, 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 no. I mean, like uh, Uncle Benny, the, the mom and Benny. <laughs> oh, I think. He might have said, you know, it. Like, well, he's so smart. Like, he's a very smart guy. Right? He knows he's not like, emotionally available. And he, yeah. And he maybe he's like, well, a lot well of he knows he made did. her happy. Right. That's probably it, too. Like the dad or oh, the dad, the dad, know. he knew. And Benny Spielberg's dad was, was making his mom happy. And his mom's ex-husband <laughs> knew that. <laughs> So that's why he was like, oh, okay with having him like, who else, why else would you fucking bring him on your family camp out? Or even change even, jobs. Make sure you bring Benny to your new yep. job. And he oh, just, she begged him and basically was like, almost you gonna, need to, like, right. or otherwise this is like, whatever. Until the last one. Well, right, yeah. And, and then, then that's when she got all emotionally distraught, kind of like fought monkeys, out. wouldn't do things. and But yeah, so when he, I liked Spielberg's, my other favorite part of this film is when he's in, in high school and like the one kid that's being kind of really anti-Semitic toward him and stuff. And, you know, he's got the like one girl that's in love with him because he's Jewish because she loves Jesus, which you texted mm-hmm. me. All she that just stuff. wanted to convert him. Right. That's like half of the th- always the thing is like women want to uh, fix a fix a guy. Right? I that's took what- it. I took it more as she was turned on by Jesus because that's some of these people. I don't doubt that. That's, well, and he's Jewish. So he's, he's a direct descendant of Jesus. And that's what turned her on. Yes. Like I think that's, that's a little yeah. Jesus boy. Yeah, that's the closest she can get to Jesus. Yeah, I, I think she was just so warped in the brain, yeah, which I believe that's a situation where, like that probably really happened, very, and he finally got the story out. And the same thing with the high school kid that was like kind of his bully that he made him look like the golden child. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Why did you like when he's so mad? He's like, why did you do that? Why did you make me look like that?'" He goes, "Because I don't know. I just felt like that was the narrative. You know, like that was his instinct to save himself was to do this." And then the fact, I love when the guy goes, almost, what are you going to do with it? He goes, maybe I'll put it in a movie someday. And I was like, fuck <laughs> yes. I go, right? that made me so happy because I'm was like. hilarious. Did you think that one guy like secretly oh. loved his best friend? Which guy? The guy he made look like a good guy and the other guy the came up as a piece of shit. Oh, it's possible. Because that's that's the vibe I was getting it, from it's, And it could have been. He was, again, the time. From, he was always looking at him from behind, seeing him do his things. I like mean, was, the, the, cra- the, guy the bully, the was, bully, or the crazier bully. He was the mentally crazier. disturbed kid. But like I think he, he loved the quarterback, like loved him. Oh, like, probably. I think like he wanted to cuddle him at night. When yeah, and he, was and he felt like he was cheated on when uh, he was sitting there talking. Like I just, and he made him look good. And he came off as more of the piece of shit during the video. Yeah, he goes, why'd you maybe look like that? Do up against the locker, right. roughed him up. But it was the truth though. Like, well, but what well, he said though is like, it's it's just what the camera caught, right? Like that's the truth of things, you know? Like that's how it was at the party. That's. He did his own thing. No one scripted that shit for that kid, right? I mean, you he, cut. He did it on purpose to make him. So we get the. Do guy you on the think side. so? Or hundred percent, I, I do. I don't think so. I think he just saw a shot and he took it. I can record you talking tonight and cutting pieces and pieces, to make you look like the most racist person. Because the they were also well, yeah, doing, that, that, and he was also setting up like shit. the bird. He poop. was actually, <laughs> but he was also <laughs> speaking of shit. He was also setting up like, oh look at birds pooping up. Like he was doing mm-hmm. gags in there, like yeah. really kind of playing with. A medium he completely he was knew getting that guy with. on his side was a good idea yeah. to get the other guy off of. He mm-hmm. he picked which one he wanted to be on his side and which one he was going to have to take exactly. care of the other one. It was all planned. Out. Yep, it I was, think so. Yeah. And and if it wasn't planned, it was very subconsciously yeah, yeah. planned. Yeah. Like he did it as a survival instinct thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, his girl ends up leaving him and stuff, and he's kind of just dealing with it all. Mm-hmm. Um, because well, well, he yeah. wants that girl to move with him to go to school, and she's like, yeah. "No, this is just a high school. It's a high school thing." Yeah. Right, for sure. It's like she wants to do her own thing. Like I was thinking about that too when he asked her that. It's like, wait, 
you want her to drop her dreams, but you know, like you're going to be bummed because she wants to follow her dreams. Like th- that's what's going on with your parents almost in a, in the same way. Right. Mm-hmm. Even though it was very tied together. Right. Like he only brought that up because of the parents said the divorce, like, or that they were having the divorce, like right. Um, before his prom, which was pretty shitty, selfish right. thing and for the new, parents to do. In that new house and everything. Yeah, too. I mean, that he had built, and then you notice later on, he's in an apartment, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's right. And now that's the part, I don't know that he really hung out with his father. Where It seems like he had a good relationship with his father as the character Fableman, you know, in the movie. I don't know if that actually happened or not, but he ends up going. No, I read, when I was reading the article, when I forgot Jay brought the dancing, it said uh, he blamed his mom for everything, the breakups, everything. Oh, he did? Okay. Yes, that's what, the, and it said, there was a Hollywood article, it says, Compared to real life versus the movie. Okay. Okay. So from the document, him and his dad were close. Okay. So the documentary I watched made it look like he kind of took the mom's side for a Uh, long uh, time. No, read it. Okay. I go towards. But anyway, so he gets an offer to work on Hogan's Heroes, which is cool. I like that little uh, tidbit there. That was actually kind of like nice to see that one, right? Because I used to love watching Hogan's Heroes, right? Yeah. Shit, he worked on that show. Yeah, we hated Mash, loved Hogan's Heroes because it was cartoony. I'll, well, I never. I, li- I liked Mash as well, but oh, I did like Hogan's Heroes. For years, he blamed his father for their parents split up, which happened roughly over a year. He graduated in high school. He eventually found out it was his mother's fault. And he, sorry, sorry, yeah, I, so read that's that what, okay. I read that wrong. But he blamed his father originally, but he realized he moved to the. And mom that's why, honestly, like if you go back and watch, like especially Close Encounters, mm-hmm. the way he mm-hmm. films, like his relation, the kids' relationship mm-hmm. with Richard Dreyfus, that's what he feel like. He's exercising well, okay. demons. So it's weird. But as though, he got older, right? he realized it was more well, of his mom. Yeah. But. Okay, so, like, his mom and his dad were still doing all the right things to keep, like, the family, like, a happy family, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do you really blame one of your parents for that? Well, that's... Says, in Fablemans, it comes to clearly that Spielberg has come to a different understanding as to why the divorce and understanding perhaps only decades of uh, c- contemplation could have revealed. So, well, that's... Yeah. He said, basically, this movie was him... A movie about a child understanding their parents are not gods, they're people. And he said... Mm-hmm. That's what I said, the article said. He said... He doesn't even really, I don't blame him, blame his mom. He said his dad was always chill and reserved, and his mom was a carefree spirit. And They're oil and water, really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. one was art, yeah. left side brain, right side well, brain, yeah. as much as you could be, which is why he has this creative mm-hmm. ability. And then, like, the language is, people have talked, in, like, in his documentary on, uh, I think it's on HBO Max, the Spielberg documentary, but people talk about, like, he just naturally sees something and go, oh, no, this is the way to film this. This is the way to do it. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's what he got in trouble. Like, I like where this movie ended because if they wanted to do more, which it's kind of a good mm-hmm. spot to leave it because we don't Spoilers, need more. he's still alive. <laughs> right. <laughs> but he, in real life, right. in real life, like, he started filming, like, the TV show, like, Night Night. Okay, wait. I was a little confused at the end part. Maybe I didn't well, understand uh, yeah, that. Yeah, go ahead. And he was talking, like, so that guy was the greatest director. John Ford. On the planet at the or time, something. Greatest right? Western director. Yes. Like, okay. I took a class in him in college. So, like, he, he's, with him? Yeah, he, oh, he, he did, uh, he did oh. a bunch of John Wayne films, a bunch of Westerns. Treasure uh, Sierra Madre. Yeah. Badges? We don't need no stinking badges. That's, like, one of his movies. But, like, the right. eye patch that he wears. Mm-hmm. Like, he really had, John Ford had an eye patch. Oh, I, thought, the, the young, I thought his lines were there. <laughs> in the young Indiana Jones Chronicles TV show... Mm-hmm. When they would show old Indiana Jones, he had an eye patch because of John Ford. Mm. Mm. Well, did he give him the job at that last part there? Was No, that- it was just, a, he, oh, hey, here's your chance to meet your, one of your idols. Go meet him. And then that that director is David oh. Lynch. So he gave oh. him. David Lynch played. Oh, yeah, David okay. Lynch didn't want to do it, and they kept begging him. They're like, please, please, please. He goes, as long as I get to show up in my own clothes, he's like, yeah, that's fine. Just, yeah. And I love that, too. Like, what's his advice? He looks at. 
Oh, the horizon. Those two paintings. He goes, what's, inter- what's interesting about that painting? Horizon, yeah. Oh, the horizon's yep. at the bottom. What's interesting about that painting? Horizon's horizon at the top. top. He goes, horizon the middle, middle boring. <laughs> and then he goes out into the lot walking, and I love that shot. That last shot where it just kind of hard pans down and but shakes. the horizon was in the middle, though. It was in the middle, and then he moved <laughs> to the bottom. As he walked, he moved to the bottom, yeah. And I, and, and I love that because it's also like Spielberg going, hey, I'm still learning, which made me again go, yes, this is the, he's mm. kind of found that magic, like... The only older director, only contemporary Spielberg that you I ever feel. Ever like you walked into a Sean Wet dream? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The, oh, I just, how, I just loved it. Notice how sticky the table is. Yeah, right. Yeah. But the only uh, other contemporary of him, the '70s filmmakers that still makes movies that are worth talking about, is Scorsese. Mm-hmm. Scorsese still makes. I remember watching like Wolf of Wall Street mm-hmm. and being like, "You're." I think this movie starts with him doing cocaine off of some girl's ass, and I'm just like. Mm-hmm. That is not a uh, 70, 80 year old man like stuck I've, in a rut. Director. I've, only, I've only seen like one scene of that movie. And I've seen it a couple times, so that's about it. <laughs> you can't see nothing in that scene either. So <laughs> I know it's so weird. <laughs> Makes you feel like he can, but, but I'm like he's the only, Scorsese's the only one that's still doing something that's trying to be interesting and understanding film and exploring where like Coppola hasn't done shit in forever. Lucas lost his way a long time ago. Like and Spielberg might have found his way, but I really feel like with this one two punch. Going back into his nostalgia of his well, life, when, I think I'm when, looking forward to what he's When got. was this made? This is just last year. Fablemans. All the Fablemans was last year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought that I thought it would get best picture possibly because oh, you Hollywood that, likes right. movies about making movies. But mm-hmm. everything everywhere all at once kind of was like, oh hey, we get to be politically correct. We get to be yeah. forward thinking. We get Which to is what celebrate. they were doing the whole it's all list. politics. That's why they're all bullshit. Because it, it's really you gotta go, who has it? You know, somebody might be nominated that hasn't been nominated before. Like Jamie Lee Curtis. I feel like it's Would like, never be nominated before, never nominated again. They got to get You know what heard. the light, Emmys were? It was me walking down the street seeing a homeless guy or whatever, a uh, house-deficient person. <laughs> I don't know what it's called nowadays. But me giving them five bucks and going, look how good a person I am. Uh-huh. That's exactly it's, what it is. Really oh, the, oh, the Oscars I think, are 100%. I think yeah, some look, people look, prefer that as old school. But no, it's it's look. I get a guy. Five it's the episode of that. Friends. You remember the episode of Friends where Phoebe kept trying to do a good deed without uh, feeling good about it. Yeah, and she kept oh. doing something like, "Oh, I let a bee sting me." They're like, "Well, the bee died," or uh, yeah. oh, "I gave money to so and so." But then this, so he, he, she hated Sesame Street, and then Joey went on to PBS, and she mm. donated to PBS. But then she was like the one thousandth person donating, oh. so she got something, and and Joey got on TV, so she felt good about that. So it was like the idea of yeah, you can't really do a good deed. Yeah. To be truly selfish. I think it's just the way they go. They go about it too. It's, it's just. Well, it's like people see it, and you're like, they should have did it this year, but they like they always do stuff like later. Course correct. Everything's where, where a course correct. Right when it's already the mm-hmm. damage has already been done. But they're, but they're like, look how good we are. Look, we we did the right things. Mm-hmm. I feel so. like you can do that though. Sorry. Yeah, yeah but you're not doing on... it for the people that really matter for that. No, I know. But I'm just saying, like the way you said that though. With what she was trying to go for, though Phoebe was trying to go for. <laughs> oh. I'm stuck on that. I'm sorry. Like I feel like you could. It's like, hard. The point was, it's hard to do. It, I, I agree. To be truly I, would, I would totally agree with that. And do a good deal. But for sure. Well, but the, I feel the, like Mr. Beast did a thing where he uh, thousand. He's people, only twenty four or something. 24. He's Who? one of the richest people. Uh, Mr. Beast is super young. He does not look that young. No, he does. He looks, he looks tired. Um, so <laughs> he does. But he's worth millions. But he he got a thousand people that had like some easy eye surgery, and he cured thousand people, paid for it all, and he got shit on the internet for putting it on the internet to say, look, I cured all these people. But people were like, he was actually shining a light on how bad 
our Medicare system is because they were more along the lines of surgery that should have been free for these thousand mm -hmm. people. But because they were in, were in America, mm -hmm. they were walking around blind. Yeah, like we have so to he go. Paid, so people, people were like, you just want to look good. You just want to look like you're a good person. And people were just ripping him apart. Dude, he was on certain suck. news stations people saying what, he, what a bad person what, he is. But it's the same thing when people go, oh, people look at this suck. good story where people raise GoFundMe for this mm. thing or that thing. And it's like, well, you know no, what? GoFundMe that shouldn't go fuck themselves. <laughs> that shouldn't be a GoFundMe <laughs> yeah. thing. You it know? should be. Hey, there are some things that should not be a GoFundMe. Well, like the one, look at this GoFundMe. This guy's been hey. walking back and forth to work for five years, 10 miles a day for work. And GoFundMe got him a car. You're like... He was paid slightly more than the fucking $9 an hour you were paying him. Yeah, that well, would have been a problem. Okay, but that's bullshit. But when you sit there right, and say, like, can, like, that's uh, that what uh -huh. you're saying, right? Or, yeah. or, or how about the, like, hey, I got a DUI. But, his, <laughs> but, his, but he's a convert. No, no there's two kinds. <laughs> but there's the kind that's the good story where everybody goes, oh, I feel good about this. Like, no, that shouldn't be a fucking thing. But then Jay's on the other. The, really, the site shouldn't need to exist because really it's 50 50 of those both it is. of those. No, but I mean, but it, but it's one, it's the ones that shouldn't be there that are given all like the good ones a bad name, mm -hmm. right? Like with all that stuff. So, but like I'm saying, like before, like we we've done this, we've actually witnessed this. People sit there like, like, oh I shit, I need money to pay for my attorney, my lawyer because oh. I got a DUI. Like, for the record, we have a GoFundMe to pay for our hosting <laughs> online for uh <laughs> But you're like, let's say, let's say let's say. Somebody goes and protests something, but they get arrested. And there's a GoFundMe online for that, and to get that person out of jail. But I think that takes away the part of them protesting and getting well, arrested well, for that cause. But it's okay. They Wait. should do the time because that's the whole point. Of if it. they that's were, not what you believe, if in they that. were protesting a, a justful cause, what if they're protesting? I'm totally one hundred percent. But I'm saying, like, if someone's someone, no, what? what if they're protesting GoFundMe? <laughs> what a, what a well, weird circle that would be. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. That would be weird. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm saying, like, you get a DUI <laughs> and you're gonna have a GoFundMe so I can pay for my lawyer to fight this. DUI ticket? Fuck you. No, you should be able to walk through. That's the whole consequences you know, of what you're doing is to prove that point for whatever, like a protest yeah. or something like that. Yeah. That's, all, that, that's the only what part that bugs me. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> ones, yeah. But yeah, no. But anyway, the last shot made it look like he's still got stuff to learn, and I like that. Um, one of his stories shortly after, like in real life, when he got into the studio system working for Universal. That haircut on the mom did not look It looks worse time. in real life. No, no. It did not look the no, time, though. No. Let me show you. Sorry. Nope. She <laughs> actually looks like no, how the this mom waitress, looked. She? she looks as close as she can. This can. waitress is beautiful. The mom. Michelle Williams. The mom is uh, clearly a very intelligent person. <laughs> a fun, free spirit. <laughs> yes. Uh she looks like that. the other girl stunt double. No, that but like oh my gosh, she crashed. He's gonna that's it. But that's gonna block this out, Sean. He's gonna. Well, I didn't say that. anything bad, did I? A little bit, but it's all right. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, no, but he, but he. So that's not that's not a fair comparison. Now you're showing me a an, a picture of his mom, his mom, like in her what eighties or whatever it is. No, that's the same age. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> but anyways, the. the uh, See, I, I want to take this out because he doesn't want to insult. I just want to try to when get. When Spielberg finally listens to this, he doesn't want to insult. We lost no, the just, last ten minutes of this. <laughs> no, I want to just bring smart. up. I want to bring up the last story that, like, leading into what his career at Universal, where he okay. went in, kind of doing what he does. He filmed this uh, TV show called Night Gallery, which was like Rod Serling, who did Twilight Zone, his spinoff show, his like sequel show, and he filmed an entire episode as if it was one take, mm -hmm. just to be interesting. And the studio was like, what are you doing? Like, this is not people. Was that watch the first time it's ever been done? One take? No, no, no. Because mm -hmm. uh, Hitchcock did it with a movie uh, called Rope. Okay. I was going to say, I thought Hitchcock did that already. You were going to say that for real? I was, actually. All right. Well, I, actually, I, thought I actually did I'm think impressed, that. Jay. If you were thinking that, I'll I, go with well, it. Well, because when you were saying that, I was like, <laughs> I started thinking, like, 
wait, did Spielberg work with Hitchcock on the thing? And then I'm like, okay. I'm I not really that. sure he was going to do that. I'm kind of mad you knew that and I didn't. But yeah, his, so the studio got mad and was like, no, you, you can't do that because the TV needs to be close-ups and quick cuts and this and that. And it, but it got him a lot of attention. So where to the point where um, he made the TV movie The du- Duel, which Duel is incredible if you've never seen Duel. It's basically um, a guy in a car and a trucker, and they're just try. He's just trying to get home, and they're just a battle. The whole TV movie. Every day I leave oh, work. I thought he was going to say a guy in a car and a guy in a train. Looks like them. Yeah, a no, guy, it's like a guy in a car. And a guy in a truck. Every time I leave work on two seventy five. But it got it got him a lot of attention, and then when you get to Jaws, right. which really is his big break. Everything he oh, learned, the, vi- the villain in James Bond, in no. his in his life, because Jaws, you've heard <laughs> famously, you've heard all the problems they had with that shark, that fake yeah. shark. Yeah, but he kind of oh, learned how to make. They wouldn't do what they were telling him to do. Oh yeah, yeah, it was constantly ceasing up because they're putting it in salt water that's constantly moving. It was just terrible technology at the time. I actually like. I'm gonna interrupt for a second. I actually liked when he ran the train. Mm-hmm. What? When he ran the train, what? the video he was videotaping. Uh, well, no, it was before the videotape. He was re he was rerunning the train before the videotape. Oh. Actually, I had to think about that for a second. But he was rerunning the train around. And he had the car with the little like uh, cardboard figure in it, and he pushed it towards the train. I actually like the fact that um, when the car when the tr- the, our, the little train hit the car, it actually did exactly what happened in the movie. Yes, yes, it, everything happened exactly the way it was in the movie. So in a weird way, I was like, I wanted to know if that like. Actually it, happened, or was that they, was that was par, was that part of like how he saw it happening? You know what I'm saying? Like he saw the movie happening here, or with, like an artsy kind of thing. Yeah, is yeah, what yeah, I'm getting yeah. at, right? Does that make sense? Like what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. Because later on, when he did it, and because uh, he did say he tells he told his mom that he ran it a couple times, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, I didn't hurt the train. You know, I just did it a couple more times just to get it right." But there was another one where he hit the car and it flipped backwards the opposite direction of how it. Did you know? So right. I was just wondering if that was like, you know, because they he try he, and t- to recreate it in real life. I yeah, I'm not sure no, in that no, part of it. Way. But also, I should, I, I, I think I didn't get to fully say that either. Like the start of the movie, the the date that he puts up for seeing that movie yeah. is mm-hmm. my birthday, January 10th. That was not my mm. birthday. So we're year, still we're still in his like dream. Ten years before, yeah, I was very happy. I was like, I got oh, you. Yeah. I'm listening. He, he was. He did have his eyes closed when he said that. <laughs> so, any other last things on this movie? No, just clean your. Did you like? Did uh, you, know you like what? it? Okay, I'll tell you what. Um, I really did not want to watch this fucking movie at all whatsoever. I really um, started thinking, like, why the fuck am I trying to watch this? It doesn't sound like anything I want to see. I really don't. Even I knew like, I had to pitch it to you too. I really and I really don't like Spielberg for a you know. No reason whatsoever. And you're, you're like, you know what? I can only watch so many Frank Grillo movies. I'll watch I, this. Right. I was just like, and I just watched a Frank Grillo movie. <laughs> and I was like, I'm exhausted. So I'll give it a shot. Why not? And yeah. I actually liked it. I was surprised that Seth Rogen was in it. Like, there was a, the few people I was like, like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Like, kind of watching well, that. I watched and, Seth Rogen twice tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I Like, I actually felt like I was... The movie captured me slightly. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like in a weird way. So Banshee's like, Assurance. I didn't want to see it. And I've seen it four times since then. I love the damn movie. No, it was, it was or your actually, 12 Angry Men today too. Yeah, I, dude. It's one of the best yeah, movies no. I've ever seen. It was a good, it was a good watch. Good. You know, like. You know why? Because it's different than anything else you've been watching lately. Yeah. And your brain is thanking you for doing that. There was no mm-hmm. zombies in it. There's no aliens. There's no tr- Trump clone. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? How bad? 
Why? I what actually, movie? Trump versus Trump clone oh, versus what? I sent the. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's uh, right. Trump was it on Amazon or something like that? Yeah, it's on dude, Amazon. I'm watching that when I get home tonight. <laughs> I, was, I actually totally didn't it. watch it. Yet. It? Is it on Amazon? It's on. I'm Amazon. watching that when I get yes. home tonight. It's it's on the fucking list. I it After was some drinks in me sitting at home. It's gonna be perfect. I got tomorrow off work. It was it was like that movie I was telling you earlier. It was it was a bad one. I forget what it was called. Some Guns of Eden or some shit like that, right? Like it was fun to kind of watch, but some of the gun scenes were horrible. But when I went to uh, like before I clicked on it, like below that, I saw this thing and I'm like, Trump, what the fuck is that? Like, I was just curious, curious you right. know, like you see certain things that just like trigger mine. So I went down there and it's like, yeah, it says, ooh, the, like the clone of the 47th uh. president or some shit like that <laughs> versus a, I was like, <laughs> I was like, check this fucker out. This is a, so I I, I got to watch that one though. It's that's oh, next on the we list. We should put that on the list. I wouldn't mind. If just, he, if he we're going to have it. our off movies. Yep. We're starting that we're again. Be, right? yep, yep. Mine will be 12 angry men. I thought it was going to be 80 for Brady. I thought we were all going to watch 80 for Brady. You're gonna that was your just pick. Watch, but I already watched that like two weeks ago. I thought we all watching. I thought we're we all going to do it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 80 right. for Brady. Is that the one with the three old ladies? Four. Four. Four old yeah. ladies. Rob Gronkowski, that was a real tweet. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, okay, interesting. So, But so, I like this movie. You're right, but it's different than everything else we're watching. I think that's. Mm-hmm. I think your brain was really thanking you for watching this. So yeah, I, had to pi- I knew I had to pitch it to you on the time. I was like, are you going to watch it? And I said, I go, it reminds me of when we used to make our video. And I kind of, I don't know if that was the thing that pushed you over. No, I, mean, was I, the, I knew it was it the had. naked dance scene in front of the uh, car light. Oh, no, okay. actually, well, to be honest with you, like, to, to be 100% honest, I know that, like, he, it was like, oh, it's like the life thing of Spielberg. So when he said that, I'm like, oh, fuck. The life thing a, of Spielberg. What would they it call was like, that? Well, it was based off of Spielberg's life yes. or whatever is yeah. how he said it, whatever, how fucking he said it. So I was like, oh, fuck. All right. If I don't watch this, I'm going to break his heart. Right. Like, clearly. He fucking the guy's been grinning the whole fucking time. Right. Here. I know. We yeah. 100%. Dude, count the minutes. He hasn't many- stood up since he was sitting here. You know what? I'll why? guarantee you. Did you hear you- that loud thumping <laughs> under the table about half an hour you ago? You count the minutes that you and I have talked. <laughs> Mandalorian's yeah. having sex. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you count the minutes that you and I have talked <laughs> for during this. We don't even come close to yeah. a tenth of and it. And his salivating. People can't see it, but that's why he really grew his beard. Well, what's weird is <laughs> when I, so when I worked at the video store, there was a kid that worked. When I worked at the video store, there was a kid kid who is very much about Spielberg, but he was very much about Spielberg at a point in time where I was completely checked out and I never wanted to punch a kid more. <laughs> so if you feel that way toward me, I apologize. No, it's cool. I, but I, I mean, I this kid, I, and I kept going and he's like, I want, oh, he was like interested in reading my scripts and stuff. And I'm just like, you fucking love Spielberg still. I'm like, uh, this made me wa- so mad. If you can watch a movie about a modern genius, I'm always for that. Like, I want to know how, what's behind their intricacies, like how they think, what made them go that way, what... What separates them from huh? them? Why are they, why are they this walking, what, breathing God? What separates them from us? Like, what are their life was like? I love watching oh. shit like that. So something like watching Spielberg, what makes, mm-hmm. what different? No, he just took certain things and ran with it. A lot of stuff that we would mm-hmm. take and go, oh, it's the, a Tuesday, right? right. But he's the like, pinhole in the film. It is the Tuesday. Oh, yeah. For the gunshot. For, yes. You know, like, well, kind of what you're saying, yeah. right? Like, when he did the, the ingenuity pinhole, of it. Yeah. He's just like coming up with something that, like, yeah, how, like, how did you do that? Well, he said like, with the sand and everything like yep. that. That's, oh, yeah, the like, sandbags. That, that's actually when I started thinking, like, like, oh, fuck, I really like this. <laughs> but that's, but th- I <laughs> like, like, shit. Like, I, li- I like knowing what separates us from people like that. Yeah. That's, that's a good watch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Money, usually, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was rich. He, he, yeah, he, yeah. I, mean, I like dad, that he got a camera. At the time, I don't yeah. even know what those cameras oh were. Oh, my well, God. He said and the bucks. editing. And the editing. Too. Wait, wait, no. the, one that, the one that his dad got him Both. or the one that his mom's ex-husband got him? Because <laughs> that was like an $80 camera. <laughs> As his dad, you call, him, you call him Benny. Benny is his dad. Yeah. But so even the editing said, how table. How much that camera? The, the one that, well, 
the one that Benny gave him, I don't know how what much was that shot? was. But the one prior to that, that, yeah. his, that his dad bought him? Yeah. Or, well, I mean, his Well, the girlfriend whatever borrowed him an expensive camera, too. Yeah, the one that her dad had, and he yeah. was apparently somebody Dude, I assume big, back right? then these are all, even the cheapest one was like a few thousand, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I assume. A, like a $5,000 yeah, camera. No, now. I don't know. No, I. I no, well, he not, said that one camera was like 80 bucks, though. So. Back then. Back then. So what? Wait, wait, wait. No, back then is what dollars now I, I don't know like oh, i just you're trying to say now yeah because they were right oh, let's oh. not forget they were also getting checks for 80 dollars a week back then too if right that. so you get yeah if they were it's so in modern well, time the, the, most probably like a thousand dollar camera without most of those fancy cars were like in the neighborhood of like 4500 well, six thousand people were buying maybe, houses right? for eight grand back then we hear right. that all the time. They're, apparently, they were building them as they needed them. <laughs> yeah, so people were buying houses, high end houses, eight thousand dollars, eight to twelve thousand mm-hmm. back then. See, I built your mom a so, piano room. But, but really, so if you can buy a house for, let's break it down. If you can buy a house for eight to twelve grand, eighty bucks mm-hmm. for cameras, probably about a G, right? Yeah, ah, buying a house for eight grand. We'd all have houses. Everybody would have land. People will be mad because you're on my land. You're on my land. Get out of my house. Get out of well, my house. Well, that's the problem. that We've run out of land and yeah. places to do it, mm-hmm. so now everybody commodifies everything else. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's crazy. Let's end it on that. Internet. All right. That should be it. Back to work. <laughs> Thanks for completing this course. For more lessons, follow the Film School Janitors on Instagram and Facebook under Film School Janitors and on Twitter under FS Janitors. Please grade, or I mean, rate and review this podcast where we may have found it, and feel free to email us at filmschooljanitors at gmail.com. Now get back to your studies.